0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. State Treasurer David McRae has put millions back into the hands of Mississippi citizens, expanding the state's affordable college and career savings program, and also returning record amounts of unclaimed money. Check out how Treasurer David McRae's office can help you, your business, or your organization. Treasury.ms.gov. Welcome into the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borke. Always glad that you are with me. A little bonus episode today because we had some drama last night. Ole Miss won on a technicality, and people are hot about it, so we're going to talk about it today on the show. What happened? Who's bad? Are they justified? And all that stuff is what we're going to be talking about today. I've got some audio for you as well, and also Ole Miss baseball got some really good news. Buried in all the drama was some really, really good news, at least for now, some really good news on the pitching mound side of things for Ole Miss. So, again, my name is Michael Borkey. Please follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky. B-O-R-K-E-Y. Follow on Twitter, like on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube. Also, wherever you get your podcast, find this one. Pull out your favorite podcast app, search Rebel Report, leave a rating and a review if you like what you hear. I recommend Spotify, but any of them will do. So... Again, drama last night. Ole Miss playing Louisiana Tech. The game was called after six innings because of lightning. And that's a key word here. That is a key thing to, to lock in on and listen to and focus on. Uh, lightning, because of lightning. And then a tornado-watched storm that came through the Oxford area last night. Um, anyway, so Ole Miss had a 4-3 to lead. After 6, Louisiana Tech took a 5-4 to lead after the top of the 7th. And then weather came. Lightning delay came. And it was a multi-hour lightning delay. Ultimately, the game got called because just lightning, lightning, lightning. The game got called because they couldn't safely play the game. And then a tornado watch storm came through the area. Despite Louisiana Tech having the lead in the game, which again was a one-run lead. Ole Miss won the game because you, according to the NCAA rules, have to revert back to the final the last completed inning. Ole Miss had not had a chance to bat in the seventh, therefore you cannot rule the game final without both teams being able to bat in an inning. The inning was not complete, therefore game was called. Ole Miss wins after. Six. That is the rule. That is the NCAA rule. Pretty cut and dry, honestly. Uh, The the rule is anyway. But it's a crappy rule. It's a really crappy way to lose a game. I, I mean, if we're being honest, if we're being totally honest, if the shoe were on the other foot, Ole Miss fans would be pretty darn outraged, and justifiably so. If they had a lead in a baseball game and the game got called the game ended when they had a lead, and they still lost the game. That's what happened last night. Louisiana Tech was winning a game. They had the lead in the game when the game ended, and they lost that game. That, that That's a crappy rule. It sucks. And you know, there were some people last night trying to tell me that that was fair. And that is not fair. That is not a fair rule. It is not just. It, it doesn't make sense. You can very easily put an, another line in that rule to, to perfectly describe situations like this one. Call it a no contest, call it a tie, whatever it is, but its it doesn't make any sense, in my opinion, for a team to be winning a game when the game ends and then lose that game. That doesn't make any sense. It is not fair. It is not just. It is wrong. Ole Miss won. They were the benefactor. I get it, but if you were looking at it objectively, it's wrong. They need to adjust it. They need to change the rule, but that is what the rule says. And it's it's very cut and dry. It is very clear. It is outlined perfectly that Ole Miss won the game based on the NCAA rules. Blame the NCAA for having a rule that is not nuanced enough to factor into a situation like this that is entirely plausible. And we know it's plausible because it happened. The rule sucks. It's a terrible way to lose a baseball game. But that's what the rule says. But that's not what the Louisiana Tech people were mad about at all. That's not what they were mad about. And so I'm going to play you some audio and read you a statement and then respond to all of that because they are just in their anger for the way the game ended. Again, if the shoe were on the other foot, Ole Miss people would be mad as well. It's reality. Almost one on a technicality and that's all it is. They are justified in their frustration not getting a win on the road against a top 10 team. Two wins on a road on the road against a top 10 team. They're justified in that anger, but it's misdirected. And we'll get to that here in one second. But I want to remind you that the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you or your business are in the market for office technology, anything from copiers and printers to to mail machines to cloud storage, data security, IT projects, whatever the case may be. If it's tech, if it's in the office and you or your business needs it, check out Advantage Business Systems. Again, ABSMS.com is The website, tell them I sent you, get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need and what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you on me, absms.com. The podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. They have 16 locations scattered across the state, conveniently located to serve you. They have um, mobile banking that is really convenient. You can uh, do more than just check your balance but you can transfer funds. You can make payments set alerts and more all in one convenient spot with Priority One Bank. Again, all you need is internet access and you can do everything you need with banking all in one at Priority One Bank. Their personal loan servicing department is excellent. I know that from personal experience. And again, 16 locations across the state, Priority One Bank, let them make you their priority. Okay. So again, Louisiana Tech winning the game rule, because of Lightning, can't play the game. Rule says because it wasn't completed or an inning wasn't completed, he got to revert back to the previous inning in which Ole Miss was winning. Ole Miss wins. Louisiana Tech mad. Here is what they said. First, I'm going to play you a couple of clips from their coach, Lane Burroughs. And here is what he said after the game. Here's what he said. Um, a couple of different clips after the game. Ask our guys to go out and play hard and to, and to compete. And they did. And then you got to go in and tell them that you, you, you lost after you took the lead. And that's kind of what I told the administrators and Coach Bianco and the umpires. Uh, you know, put yourself in my shoes. Um, your team battles back and takes the lead, and now i got to go tell them you lost. Um, you know, I know me personally, I wouldn't want to win a game that way. Come back and play. We don't care. I mean, we're Louisiana Tech. We'll come back and we'll play three innings. We'll drive back up here. And we kind of got the uh, pushback on that one as well. So we'll see what happens. And, and, uh, but you know, the, the decision to not tarp the field and, and, uh, to start the game, we could have started it earlier today. There's a lot of, a lot of layers and it's unfortunate and it's disappointing, but it is what it is. And we're kind of at the mercy of them because of home field. So there you go. That was Lane Burroughs after the game. Clearly frustrated, understandably so. Forgive me. Allergies. Any, anyway, understandably so. Frustrated. But it's not as easy as he says it is, by the way. Oh, we'll come up here. And, uh, we'd come finish the game anytime. You just let us know. It, it's ne- it's never that simple. I, I w- I'm sure a lot of people wish it were that simple, but it's not that simple. Because you can't just, well, we'll show up anytime and play. It, 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 the amount of effort that goes into a... One home baseball game or basketball game or football game at Old Miss, th- there's a lot. There's a lot of people involved. There's game day staff. There's security. There's part uh, like all this stuff that goes into playing a game. It is honestly, it's totally unrealistic to expect that Old Miss would put on all of that production and, and get all of these people and, and pay them for an extra day and, and do all that stuff for two and a half innings of baseball. Like th- th- that, that's just. It's very easy to say in the moment when you're frustrated. I get it, but that's not practical. That doesn't make sense. Driving from Ruston to Oxford to play two and a half innings is probably not something that Louisiana Tech would have been super gung-ho about anyway. But for Ole Miss to put on a game for two and a half innings, it's not practical. It's easier said than done. In the moment, I would have said the same thing. If I were in his shoes, absolutely I would have, but it's not practical. It doesn't make sense. And also you've got some people that are, that are saying things like, well, they should have just moved the time up. Well, you knew if you looked at the weather in the morning that the, the rain was going to come. And again, rain wasn't a problem. We'll get to that in a second. That's also not that simple. It, it is still a stadium that is fixated in a college campus. And again, you've got concessions workers, you've got security, you've got parking, you've got a tent, you've got all these people that Put on this game. It's not just players and coaches and umpires. It's staff. And athletics department people. And stadium facility people. And and parking people. And concession people. And there's there's a lot of people that work. That. Like. Have lives like the rest of us. That can't just move up the start of their work day. Four hours the day of. Like these people have. Families and, and children, and other obligations and other jobs and stuff that they have to do. So, if they know, hey, game's going to be at three o'clock, then you can't just tell them in the morning when they wake up, hey, by the way, you know how you're supposed to come into work at three? Well, now it's 11. So, deal with it. it it's just not that simple. So, I, again, I would be saying the same thing if I were in Lane Burroughs' shoes and Louisiana Tech people's shoes, but that's not practical. That's not realistic. That doesn't make sense. Oh, we're just going to, yeah, we'll come back and play two and a half innings, as if it's that simple. It's not that simple. That is a very elementary way to look at a more complex situation. Putting on a baseball game at Ole Miss is a lot. It is still an active college campus on top of all the people that are involved in putting it on. But, again, I get his frustration. They also released a statement, by the way, and this is kind of where I'm, for whatever it's worth, I'm starting to get annoyed with people because they are perpetuating a falsehood. And it's starting to get a bit ridiculous. So this was last night, a statement from Louisiana Tech's athletic department. This is a formal official statement, okay? Quote, after retaking the lead 5-4 to and still threatening in the top of the seventh inning, the game went into a weather delay due to lightning in the area. Nearly two hours later, the Bulldogs and Rebels were set to resume play at 745, it was not long after that when the contest was put back into a weather delay and ultimately called off. Sidebar here. Um, they decided to resume play, and then a storm that brought a tornado watch started to come through the area. The game was never going to get played again. Back to the quote. Due to NCAA rules, the score reverts to the last completed inning, which was the sixth when Ole Miss was leading 4-3. to three. At no point during the two-plus-hour delay were there any plans to tarp the field if heavy rain became an issue. We approached Ole Miss offering to return to Oxford to finish the game at a future date, possibly as early as next week. However, the Rebels head coach said his administration would not allow him to resume the game, according to Bulldog head coach Lane Burroughs. Sidebar again, what I was talking about earlier, It's, it's just not that simple. It's not practical. Back to the quote. While we were in total agreement of the decision to delay play due to the weather, we are disappointed in our student that our student-athletes will not have a chance to determine the outcome on the field at a later date. That is the official statement from Louisiana Tech. The TARP thing is annoying. The TARP's not the issue. And now they've got all these people, and Twitter's a cesspool, right, of just, uh, just people that, that have... The complete and total inability to understand nuance. But anyway, Twitter's all fired up and college baseball Twitter's all mad or whatever. Um, The tarp's not the issue. Why didn't they tarp the field? Because in their mind, which this is totally rational, by the way, the, the delay started with lightning. That was the issue. It wasn't rain as much as it was lightning. They kept the tarp off the field. So if the lightning delay ended, they could get back to playing faster. Because when you tarp a field, it takes a long time, by the way, but when you tarp a field, it takes a while for you to get the damn tarp off the field. So instead of tarping the field when it wasn't really raining that much, when that wasn't the issue, it was lightning. When the delay ended, they could, boom, get back to playing faster because they didn't have to deal with getting all that crap off the field. That was was the idea. That was the plan. Every delay was lightning. It had nothing to do with rain. It was exclusively lightning. The tarp being on or off the field had no impact on the decision to play or not play the game. None. Zero. It didn't. They didn't have to call the game because the field was flooded because they didn't tarp it. They called the game because a tornado uh, uh, watched storm came through and kept bringing lightning and lightning and lightning and lightning. That, That was the issue. It was not playable from that perspective. And so... When this idea that the tarp is being perpetuated, that, oh, it was the tarp, it was the tarp, it was the tarp. No, it wasn't. And that is very, it's annoying, is what it is, because that's not why the game got delayed. You can, they're, they're barking up the wrong tree with that. It's, it's misdirected anger when the rule is the issue. That's the problem. It is not the tarp. Tarp wasn't the issue last night. Anybody, um, Suggesting otherwise is just either angry or uh, uh, Mississippi State fans on Twitter, I guess. But I would advocate for a rule change. I, I think it's goofy that a team can be winning when a game is is ended and then be determined the loser of the game. I think that's goofy, but they're barking up the wrong tree with the reasons why. And then I, I love this idea that Mike Bianco is scared of losing a game to Louisiana Tech. So Mike Bianco. The most recent national champion, who was just given a lifetime contract, basically, is scared of losing a midweek game that won't hurt his RPI really at all? Like, Is is that what you want to go with? A 22-year head coach in the SEC that has lost his share of midweek games to worse teams than this one, who just won a national championship and just got a massive, fat new contract, that has nothing to worry about is scared of losing a, a game on March first. Okay, if that if that's what you want to go with, then okay. Just know that it's not rooted in any sort of rational thought or feeling. That's just a goofy. That's a goofy thought. It, it is, but you know that's fans on the internet, and that's what they do. But it doesn't make sense uh, when held up under scrutiny, and, and that's okay. I guess that's what people do. Finally, though, you did get some good news. Hunter Elliott has a sprained UCL. That's the diagnosis they're giving. They said that uh, he needs three weeks off from throwing. He's already done two. So they're looking at mid April, somewhere around the Mississippi State Series, uh, for his return to action. So that is good news. Um, I'm curious. I'm curious to know. A couple of things. One, how effective he will be. What will that look like and feel like with him back uh, on the mound? Will he be as effective as he was before the injury? And what the long-term prospects are there. Like if he gets through the season after this and, and pitches and, and does all that, is off-season surgery still something that is on the table for him? Uh, we shall see. But very good news, though, regardless for, uh, for Hunter Elliott. So you got that last night. So you got a win on a technicality and you get Hunter Elliott back, at least at some point this season. So good news there. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you uh, on the next one. A Super Talk Mississippi Ah. media production.